John Boy Media has a new teammate. It's iHeart Podcast. What does it mean? John Boy Media shows can now be found over at the Dan Patrick Show. That's right. How cool is that? Wake and Jake and Jimmy's three things have joined the iHeart Podcast and Dan Patrick Show family. And the best part, they'll still continue to be the same shows you know and love. If you couldn't tell, we're excited about this one. And thank you guys for listening. How good does Arcia feel? He goes three for three in that game and nobody else gets ahead. He's walking around the team like, what are you guys doing? Figure it out. Like, come on, guys. Welcome back to the Compound Podcast presented by Parse Rum. Dakota got his second round. Dakota, how's that going for you? Uh, the Parse, I cracked that bad boy open last night. We had an off day today because apparently there's a high school graduation that's taking place at Four Winds Field. Not sure why they couldn't just do it at their high school, but, uh, it's at Four Winds. So we had the off day today. So yeah, I had some of the 12 year last night. I got a little package in the mail today, guys. And it was from a friend of the pod, Joel Damon. We talked on the podcast when he was on about the end cancer Hat, bucket hat that he wears. We asked if we could get some. So he sent a autographed end cancer. And it says, Ian, thanks for shooting your low score the same day I did. Signed, Joel. That was uh, about his little 58. And then he sent another signed hat uh, that says, to the compound crew, thanks for having me. Don't stop golfing, drinking, or baseballing. Love that. Joel did he Damon mention he signed it? He signed it Joel Damon 58, which I think is um, hilarious. Did he did he mention that he beat you by 11 strokes as well? He didn't. He didn't. He kindly didn't mention that. And I have I have two bucket hats for one for each of you. I don't know if there's one that's big enough for Dakota, but he sent um he also sent a few other hats. We won't mention the brand name because they're not a sponsor of the podcast. Yeah, there's definitely no free ads. No free ads, but those are large enough uh for your head, Dakota. I don't know. I don't know if a bucket hat will ever be big enough to fit my head. So should I expect them, you know, in the near future or next golf season? They'll get there around the time your rum gets there, right? So yeah, yeah. we'll yeah. send it in a rum pack. I'm just going to start collecting stuff and put it in a big care package for you. Uh, you know what's been really cool actually is after after games, walking out is seeing t-shirts, compound t-shirts. There's been at least two every day. There's been compound shoutouts. Uh, so the people love it. It's pretty cool to see. I thought it was sick. I saw on Twitter there was like, I mean, I don't know how many people, there were like a couple hundred people still out there when Hendricks left and like gave him like an ovation. And I was just like, yeah, Shit, I was I was giving him an, an ovation from home. <laughs> that was I was really fired up. That was really cool to witness. And actually, having the rooftops there and the people uh, on the rooftops being a part of the game, it definitely it definitely gives it a little bit of atmosphere. When I saw Ross go out to the mound, I was like, I swear to God, if he takes him out, I'm going to puke. Like, I will actually throw up vomit right now. When he, when he went out, I was like, there's no way. I thought he would at least ask him. And, he, yeah. yeah. And uh, I knew Kyle wasn't going to come out. And he was, built, he was built up to, like, right around 100 pitches. I think You're he welcome. stretched it by a few, but he was built. You're welcome. That's from us. The thing is, I don't know. Like, Hendricks is such a nice guy. I don't see him being a guy being like, Rossi, no, like I'm not coming out. Like, he just seems like a guy to be like, okay, I understand. Imagine, imagine, hey, you want to stay in there? I don't know. He's like, do you want me to? I'm, I'm good, but I, it's up to you. 
Kyle Sneaky uh, turns into like a silent assassin when he pitches. Yeah. Uh, and just kind of walks around very deliberately. It just It just seems like he's in total control at all times. You had a front row seat to it. Yeah, it was fun to watch. You didn't even do anything out there. Like you hit a homer, big whoop, but like you didn't have to touch a ball in the field. No energy. You're jogging. I caught one fly ball, and I think uh, Arcia's first hit I threw into second base. That was it. How about how good is how good does Arcia feel? He goes three for three in that game, and nobody else gets ahead. He's walking he, around the team like, "What are you guys doing? Figure it out! Like, come on, guys!" He kind of owns the Cubs, doesn't he? He hits well against us. Yeah, and was it in so, eighteen? So does, so does Gamble. In eighteen, the uh, wild card game didn't he have like four four hits? We couldn't get him out like the last two weeks of the season that year. Zach, I think the question needs to be asked, though, is Ian Happ the greatest opening day player of all time? Who says no? Two for two on homers, first at bat on opening day. That's, That's right. Hey, you took, you took 19 off. It's fine. You took 19 off. It's all right. Yeah. I, well, I wanted, it's because I wanted to hang out with the I-Cubs. Yeah, right. I remember you um, smoked the ball that day. I don't think you hit a homer for us, though, in Nashville. I think you hit a backside ground ball. That's the one thing I remember from that day. I think I hit a double, uh, bases clearing double. No, I don't, I don't remember that. Off a big left-handed reliever. No, I don't remember that one. Nope. I remember that. You live for the first game of the season. We live for it. Also, a very pro move by Ian hitting a home run because we shout you out on Twitter and we get love too. Our bad for backing up our co-host. It was really, it was really cool because Nico was on base. Yeah, and I feel bad we didn't, we didn't give him any love, but you know he had a single. And so I got to when I got to home plate. You know, Nico was very, very excited. Yeah, I saw that. that. He was so excited. And I didn't know what to do because you don't want to high five him. You don't want to high five somebody. He's like super pumped. So I kind of just like looked at him and then started jogging. You just smiled at him. I was like, "Ah!" I just did. And then I got back in the dugout and like, you don't know what to like. You have a glove on, like you have batting gloves on. So you like, you feel like you can high five your teammates, but you don't want it to look bad or you don't want to get in trouble, which was very weird. And then coming through the line after we won the game and hitting your glove, like I used my glove as to high five guys. And that was a strange, strange feeling. But from what I've seen through all the games so far, everybody's been high fiving. Did you see the celebration last night after the walk-off in the A's game? No. What did they do? It was just like a normal celebration. Were they jumping on him? Um, I mean, not like extreme, but I mean, it's a walk-off grand slam. Like, what are you going to do? Okay, I won't get upset. Like, I'd be so fired up. Yeah, what are you – seriously, what are you going to do? Imagine if they had – they were spread out all behind home plate, just jumping up and down. <laughs> I I really want to – if somebody hits a home run, I want everybody – like the new silent treatment, I want everybody to run into the stands and be like cheering and get, get him to curtain call. I like it. If it's, if it's wow. like a walk-off, though, you can't do it like – I mean, I guess you could do it like mid-game, but – yeah, no, I like mid game. Just run up into the same. Like, what else? What? Who says no? Who says no? Not me. I I just like to give a shout out to the last episode with uh, Sir Chris Bryant, and it's done really well. People are loving it. People were super excited to see that side of Chris, and we've been in the top one hundred of the sports podcast all week. We're number two in baseball right now. The podcast is is making moves, guys. Well, I think it helped because. KB was so like honest, like it was such like a real conversation with him. We yeah. got some, we got some headlines for the answers that he was given. 
We did. We were capturing headlines. We're hard hitting reporters. And uh, there's a lot of the teammates and the coaching staff that has shirts on. Yesterday during the game, Post wore the Is That So shirt under his jersey. And why didn't he wear it today? Great question. So 0-1 without a compound oh. shirt on. Today's on post. That's confirmed. We'll send him a text and see, figure yep. out why that is. Do you guys have a Is That So or a, or a um, No Really I Believe You moment? Yeah, is that so that you hit another opening day home run? Is that so? That's so in. It is so, actually. It is so. And I got a lot of Twitter mentions. Is that so? Twitter mentions. Also, uh, Starting Nine, which is another is podcast, um, they... Who says no? They used Who Says No. Did they get it from us? Is that so? Maybe. I have a no, really, I believe you. Please share, Dakota. When you texted us in our group text saying that you could have sat down in the outfield and then about 15 minutes later, I see a tweet from uh, uh, somebody with the, I forget who it was, but I saw a tweet that said like the exact same quote. And I was like, Zach, sending out the text, the inside source. You know, it's kind of funny. So I woke up and saw that at like four in the morning and all I saw was Dakota, like hit the text that said, be careful, like with your screenshots. And I was like, what the fuck did I do? Because you said, did I ever say be careful with your screenshots? No, you said something with like the group message, whatever it was. You're like, at least be. Hang on. No, it was a joke because I said. No, I know. I I saw it at four in the morning. I didn't know anything. I was like like, direct quotes to. I know. That's what I mean. Like my heart dropped. I was like, what the fuck did I do? Just so everyone knows, we're we're kidding. Zach's not actually an informant. Yeah, I actually did give that quote in my uh, post game Zoom press conference. Oh, you did? Yeah, the exact quote. So basically, you recycled it to us, which no, no, no. I recycled it. We got it first. You got it first, and I recycled it to them. Okay, I got it first. I feel better then. Hap, I have a question for you. Um, Like, could you notice any difference? Like, were you more fired up for the last two days than you were for like the exhibitions? Because I mean, like, with no one in the stand still, like, you know, in your head it means more, but like, it's the same thing. Like, there's still nobody there. It's still like silent. Uh, Definitely a lot more like. Nervous isn't the right word, but the mental You're game. Excited. The well, the mental game that you play during the season, uh, when things actually matter, and like going through your bats and like moving on from one to the next, and and like all of that, everything that goes into playing an actual season, um, that became very real starting yesterday. Um, yesterday was just a pretty emotional day altogether. Um, with everything that happened before the anthem, with getting back on the field, um. I don't know if you guys saw Jason Hayward ran out with the Chicago flag to right field. I thought that was absolutely awesome. Like I was pretty emotional just because I you know, played catch with him as soon as he did that. And it just, the whole thing together kind of made me pretty emotional. So I, it's definitely feels different. And the energy in the dugout and the energy between the two teams is a lot different. Right. So off of that, you know, obviously you guys can hear everything today. Kind of got a little chippy. Is that, a testament just to be able to hear hear everything that is going on. Yeah, I think it's it's just so different because in a normal Wrigley Field, because there's always thirty thousand people at least, like you can scream whatever you want and nobody's ever going to hear you, and it's going to be strange because every the opposing teams, especially the infielders and the pitchers, is going to be able to hear what's coming out of the dugout. And I think just everybody being cooped up, the season being short, everything meaning so much, it's going to elevate tensions uh and i think you are going to see a lot of chippiness like you know how in basketball you see a lot of chippiness because they 
just so, talk shit. They talk shit to each other's faces the entire time. Yeah. Like baseball doesn't really have that element because if somebody's saying something in the dugout, you usually can't hear them. And the only chippiness is between like batter catcher, batter pitcher. So I think that I think you're going to see a lot more like people like infielders hearing what's coming from the dugout and yelling at each other or dugouts hearing dugouts and like screaming across the field at each other. Well, you know how like they said they're going to like increase suspensions and like crack down harder on like benches clearing and stuff like that. But I'm saying like what happens if it's literally a benches clearing brawl and like both teams are into it? Like you can't suspend every player. That I mean, I, I, that's like my biggest fear is like what happens if the benches actually do clear. I think the I think you put your, you put your mask on as you're running out there. Yeah, there you go. There's players on each team that are definitely more cognizant of it. And then the coaching staff and the umpires, like as soon as anything happens, the umpires are like, no, God, no, don't. Because I think they don't want to have to deal with it. They don't want to have to kick everybody out of the game or like the coach doesn't obviously because he gets the manager gets fined and they get the worst of it. So I I obviously couldn't hear what they were saying, but I feel like the umps did a good job today of settling it down pretty quickly after everything got chippy. Like there was really nothing after and the one interchange. They yeah. they talked to the managers, right? Or I, I know they talked to council. I didn't, I saw it briefly. I didn't yeah, they, they talked to Rossi too. I'm not exactly sure what they said, but I'm what I'm guessing they said is, Hey, right. just so you know, everybody's going to get suspended if they right. even come close right. to touching each other. Hey, you know who didn't have fighting on their agenda was Riz. Cause he's handing out hand sanitizer to the other team. Yeah. What's he being buddy for with him? Did you like that move or no? It was I fun. I laughed because he's a friend of the compound. Yeah. Riz had that one planned out for a while. He was pretty excited to do that. I knew as soon as I saw it, I was like, this was not like a split-second decision. I bet he thought of this like a week ago, and he's like, oh, I can't wait. You know what? He was happy that Arcia got on. Ooh. Like, what if there was no base runner? He wouldn't have been able to do his right. job. And he would, he would have been pissed. Yeah, he would have been mad at Hendricks. Yep. Like his baddie's gross. Well, good. Well, good for Hendricks for letting the guy on base yeah. and still Boy. shutting it down. Great point. He said, "No, I'll, I'll let him get on three times. I don't care." You know what I think we're going to start doing from now on with our guests is I think we're going to start giving them a bottle of Parse rum when they come on. Ooh. Who right. says? I no. got something. I got something. Who gets it first? The guest or Zach? We could play a game every week. <laughs> Who gets it first? Real close. You should honestly see, like, every day I come home to see if there's, like, a note on the door because I'm assuming somebody's going to have to sign for it. And I'm just like, mm, one day. One day you'll get it. It's one coming. Day. I've been I've been checking on it. Here's the thing. I think when we do the podcast and uh, Parse hears that you still don't have your rum yet, I think they get really upset. And then, like, they make a bunch of phone calls and they're like, where's the rum? <laughs> and now I, I hope they know I'm joking. But I'm not at the same time. You're joking about being mad, but you actually want it. I want to try it. <laughs> Dakota, how are your bullpens going? Um, I had to I had to throw two uh, pitch design sides my last two times I got off the mound to work on my slider, and uh, they weren't very good. If I'm being honest with you, they were. <laughs> the slider is definitely not my best pitch. I, I enjoy throwing a lot of fastballs. Pitch design side side. Is that off the mound? It is off the mound. It's around 30 pitches with about 20 to 22 sliders in there. So it was a tough day for the elbows, a little sore. What about the cutter? How's the cutter? Uh, the cutter was scrapped because it was not very good. The cutter is on the tennis court at the compound still. Yeah, the cutter was left in at the compound. I like you know, the cutter. You know, you know what he needs. 
He needs us catching him. I couldn't throw. I do need Zach as my catcher. Just I mean, kidding. If there's any coaches listening to that, I am not catching. <laughs> you go back and forth on that all the time. You're like, I I know. like it'd be awesome, but then it actually comes down to it. You're like, that is so hard. No way. I'm so scared of the ball. Can, can you tell me what happened to the cutter? Because I like the cutter. Uh, I just had no feel for it. Like I was only throwing it like 84, 85, and like that's not really hard enough for a cutter. It's basically just a bad slider. And I just kind of said, you know what? We're going to scrap it. Nobody likes the bad slider. So now my new slider grip is my cutter grip, but just kind of turned a little bit in my hand. So it's basically like my cutter, but I'm making it bigger. So I know it, was what to, say. it was used to reinvent a new pitch. Okay. I knew I was going to say, Ian, I got yeah. my quarantine coffee. I think you missed a uh, a note. No, it, it only went out to every eight. No, I thought that was the signature. The signature went out to one in every 10. You didn't get a note? Tell you I'm what. Sorry. I'm sorry that you didn't get a note. I'm going to be honest, too. I saw some of those notes people would tweet. Your handwriting is atrocious. He did it with his foot. It was authentic, but it looked like you wrote so many that eventually it was just like, hey, let's write a couple lefty. Let's do a couple this way. Like, my, my handwriting is just very bad. It, lo- it just looks like you're trying to go so fast. I would I would like to give uh, the obvious shirts shout out because just seeing people in the shirts, people going to the website ordering the shirts uh, is really cool. And we have Who Says No is a new shirt that came out. Is that so? Uh, a lot of the cubbies are wearing it around. So go to obvious shirt and check it out. Did we get friend of the pod Scott Efros's shirt yet or no? No, I need an address for uh, Scott Efros, friend of the pod. Me and Every- that twice two three times a week i didn't answer he, it i didn't answer him he asked yes he wants an is that so shirt so bad can we just get his address so we can get the scotty efros fan question well last time zach responded with just the link to the website he's like yeah they got him right here that's really good i said yeah there's a bunch to choose from pick as many as you want <laughs> just put them in your cart Type in your card and they'll, they'll show up. They just magically show up to your door. It's crazy. Let's give the people the screen times. See where we're at. Fuck. Forgot that was today. I'm going to be honest. It's a tough one for me today. It's it's quite a ways up from last week at 115 because today was an off day and I have done absolutely nothing. I was up at 430. So Can I get the numbers, guys? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, mine is five hours and 36 minutes. Ooh. <laughs> it's an off day. It doesn't count. Mine's five hours and four minutes. No. Oh my goodness! I'm two hours and four minutes. Oh we, no. okay, you played a fucking four-hour game. We get it. You're playing right now, okay? Ugh. God. And you, that's that's a lot actually for being at the field, probably from yeah. nine a.m. until now, until like five. Like, what do you even have that much time for? Yep. Great point. Oh, hold on, folks. We have a caller. Coming in. Scott, we need a fan question. We're recording right now. Oh, You're live. Uh, yeah. No, uh, I'm on the course. Uh, best part of my day, I just hit two in the green. I'm playing two balls. Uh, worst part of my day, I, I'm stuck on some players in the world. We need a question, not your best words. Oh, sorry. Asking if you got for opening day, like, what do you got? Scotty at Frost Day, question out of Ian. Did you, when you hit the home run, you're rounding third. Did it feel the same without fans in the stands? Obviously, like, not. 
It didn't feel exactly the same because, especially at Wrigley, when you are rounding the bases and you see how excited the fans are, very loud, stadium's basically shaking. Uh, but the energy from the dugout was even more intense because you could hear the dugout screaming the whole time, uh, which was cool. Scott, thanks for the fan question. That is going to get you an is that so sure? Here's a follow-up question. Things got a little chippy in today's game. Without without fans in the stands, you can obviously hear a lot more on TV and like radio. Is it like more intense since there's like nobody watching there? Like I feel like I felt like a fight was going to start for really no reason today, but like it felt like so more so much more intense since just you guys in the stadium with no one else watching. You don't have to like watch your language as much or like worry about like people like looking at. Yeah, it definitely because you can hear more uh, dugout. Uh, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but because you can hear more of what the dugout's saying, and there's nothing to block that noise, like the f- fan noise from the um, from the loudspeaker isn't enough to block that out. It definitely is going to get chippy in a lot of these games, especially like the last 10, 20 games coming down the stretch. It's going to be very chippy. Like if someone's barking from the dugout during a normal game with like forty thousand people in stands, you can't really hear it. But you can't you can't hear anything. Yeah. Someone sneezes on the other side, you can hear it. I mean, think about even think about in even in like Tennessee or Iowa. Think about like all the times that the dugout was like chirping, just outrageous stuff. You couldn't hear anything. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know what you're talking about. The fans are always packed in there, so I could well, like that's what, even with even with two thousand, three thousand fans, like you can't hear anything. But with an empty stadium, it just echoes everywhere. All right, thanks, Scott. Goodbye. Hey, great job, guys. Love the pod. Thanks for having me on. Oh, that was way better. That was way better. Bye. Bye. If we were to number this to be episode 22 of the Compound Podcast, presented by Parse Rum, anything else for the fans? You want like, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, keep us in the top 100 sports podcast? Um, I only want them to like, subscribe, unsubscribe, and resubscribe if we win tomorrow. Well, tomorrow, so this is coming out on Monday, so tomorrow would be Sunday. So when the Cubbies win on Sunday and then people listen on Monday – they will be liking, unsubscribing, resubscribing, rating five stars. Because hitting coach Anthony Iaposi wore his Is That Show shirt. That is a tongue twister. Is That So shirt under his jersey, and that's why we win tomorrow. There we go. one Cubs. You heard it here first. I'm telling the future. Calling it now. Who says no? That's episode 22 of the Compound Podcast. But we don't know. What? I said, but we don't number them. But we don't number them. Coming to you live, definitely not coming to you live from the compound because it's coming to you live from other places. That's episode 22, <laughs> but we don't number our episodes of the compound podcast presented by Parse Rock. <laughs>